federal government is moving forward with their legalization schedule. It's getting tied up a little bit in our Senate here, um, so they've delayed it. It looks like a couple months, but it will be fully legalized across the country by, it looks like, October. So each province is basically setting up its own system Correct. We're seeing, for the most part, the provinces are choosing to adopt the models that they have for alcohol sales and distribution and uh, cookie-cutting it for cannabis sales. So on the federal level, they've allowed for individual residences to grow up to four plants per household. Um, Now, there are some provinces that are seeking to prohibit the ability to grow um, in residences, opting because they see that there's a risk of diversion to the black market. And then there are you know, provinces that are allowing for it to go ahead. Um, in Ontario here, the cannabis store monopoly that the province is creating will have the sole distribution and sale rights for cannabis, cannabis edibles, once that comes online a year after legalization, as well as propagation and starting materials for cannabis. So you'll be able to go to the government store and buy your seeds or your clones. So it's going to be very much like LCBO. And have they mentioned how many of these outlets there will be in Ontario? They will have 40 of these stores coming on board when cannabis is legalized and ready for sale. Um, The following year, that number will be up to 80 stores. And then by 2020, they expect to have 150 of these stores rolled out across the province. Um, And I believe that that number is wholly inadequate. Um, We have 600 LCBO stores in the province. We have 200 agency stores, which is what we call uh, stores that sell alcohol in rural underserved communities that didn't warrant a LCBO. We have 500 beer stores. And then, of course, there are bars and restaurants that have their liquor licensing. But the province of Ontario hasn't proposed a model yet that uh, looks the same for cannabis. So I own Higher Limits, a cannabis lounge, and we're hoping to one day receive a cannabis license from the province to be able to sell cannabis on site. So we're going to continue to wait and continue to push and press with our activism and uh, lobbying efforts. But, you know, it's, 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 it's a monumental undertaking, to say the least. There was a question initially whether or not it would be legal to smoke on a property that you don't actually own. What's happened with that? So that's a great question when it comes to consumption in public places versus private places. The province of Ontario has put out really, really strict uh, no-smoking policies that they've been building up over the past 15 years, and they're putting cannabis in that as well. So the only place that you're going to be legally allowed to consume cannabis is in a private residence. Now, they have introduced they will be allowing for designated smoking rooms at hotels for medical marijuana and for e-cigarettes, uh, obviously that's not cannabis. All this to say there's there's a lot of confusion still surrounding where will people be able to consume this product. So what are you planning for 420? Yeah, so on uh, 420, April 20th, has always been known uh, amongst the cannabis community as a day of protest, as a day of action. And seeing as this is the last 420 before legalization for us Canadians, going to be one of celebration, but it's also we're going to use the day to educate our patrons and the community at large about what legalization looks like, what it will mean for them, its impacts, what your rights as, you know, legal cannabis consumers in the country are, whether you where you can grow cannabis, where you can't grow cannabis, 